This episode is brought to you by Dietz and Watson. Uh, Molly, it's time we have the talk about hot dogs. Oh, oh, okay. Well, hey, (laughs) I'm looking for a hot dog that's the real deal, Matthew. Like a classic hot dog that like when you think of like the platonic ideal of a hot dog, Mm -hmm. I recommend Dietz and Watson's Dietz Dogs. Ah, well, I've heard that they're handcrafted and made using only Dietz and Watson premium meat. I can vouch for this because Dietz and Watson sent us a big box of hot dogs and other delights. And wife of the show, Lori, and I had them for dinner last night. We had uh, the classic beef Dietz dogs with uh, toasted buns with sauerkraut and pickled jalapenos and Dietz and Watson ballpark style yellow mustard. Do you think you'd recommend Dietz and Watson hot dogs for fried rice? Oh, yeah. Fried rice with some sliced hot dogs. I'm going to be doing that soon. Wife of the show, Lori, is going to be making the hot dog flour buns from Christina Cho's cookbook, Mooncakes and Milk Bread. Very excited for this. Mm, And I'm especially pleased because Dietz and Watson does things the right way. So this means like no additives, no fillers, no artificial flavors, no cutting corners. You can feel good about this stuff. Dietz and Watson. It's a family thing since 1939. Shop now at Dietz slash the right way. That's Dietz, D-I-E-T-Z, and Watson.com slash the right way. I'm Matthew. And I'm Molly. And this is Spilled Milk, the show where we cook something delicious, eat it all, and you can't have any. Today, we are talking about advent calendars because... Tis the season. Well, (laughs) yeah, it's the day after Valentine's Day. Uh Uh-huh. And as everyone knows... Advent calendars uh, lead you up to Valentine's Day. That's right, and then uh, it, it's to it's to celebrate um, the advent of love. The advent of love. Wow, the advent of love. What a lyrical phrase. Uh, yeah, that sounds like a terrible romance novel, though. Like, what would happen it in sounds, the advent of love? I mean, it sounds like an alternative name for love. Actually, a terrible romance movie. <laughs> oh, it's like a it's like a unfortunate and overly formal translation. <laughs> yes, yes, it's what they called it's what they called love. Actually, like in Switzerland. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So this episode, which again is advent calendars, yes. was suggested by listener Ray. Yeah, Thank you, listener Ray. To me, like doing this episode in February like brings back fond memories of uh, when I used to do a of uh, Christmas a, of fond <laughs> memories of Christmas which was a few weeks ago and also of doing a podcast that I used to do with friend of the show Becky selling it called uh, look inside this book club I miss this podcast yeah it was a romance novel podcast and uh, we I would often pick romances uh, romances to talk about that were Christmas romances in like March Perfect. So this is this is the same kind of deal. Uh, Yeah. So uh, memory lane, you know, it's interesting because it's not interesting. (laughs) (laughs) So pretty much my only advent calendar on memory lane is the old like grocery store, cheap chocolate kind. And I don't even think that it was like something we always had when I was a kid. No, I don't think it, it wasn't yeah. wasn't our thing. That's my memory lane. Also, it's the one that had like you know colorful Christmas decoration-y front, and it was like had little cardboard doors and like a plastic lining that mm. had uh, mm-hmm. different shapes of very cheap milk chocolate. And you would be really excited for maybe like the first four days, right? <laughs> and then, and then you'd start forgetting. I, I don't know. Like I think when I when I had them, like I was pretty excited because it was chocolate every day. I was not picky about chocolate as a kid. Okay. Like I got snobby later. Okay. And then, like, it would culminate on the 24th or 20, I think usually the 24th, but when I but when I looked into it, it was like, sometimes they go all the way to the 25th. I think of them going all the way to the 25th. Yeah. Anyway, there would be a Santa face, and that would be the biggest chocolate. Oh, wow. 
That's exciting. And so like kids, like if you want to eat Santa's face, you now you can. <laughs> you have to wait until Christmas Eve you have to or wait Christmas, Christmas Day. Eve or Christmas Day. Yeah. But but if you go to the mall, you can sit on Santa's lap and when Santa says, What do you want for Christmas? <laughs> like Santa, like a few days from now, I want to eat your face. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I think that's what happens in I was I gonna think, say I feel like that is harassment. <laughs> no, no, I, I <laughs> you you think I was suggesting that children actually do this. <laughs> oh, I was. I was. And I just wanted to say, listen, if your kids do this and you guys get arrested, don't blame us. Um well the thing that was about to come out of my mouth was I think that's what happens in that Chucky movie. <laughs> But A, I don't think that's a Christmas movie, although I'm not sure. And B, and B it's not a child; it's a doll. But if there oh, was, but but, it, but it's a child doll. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, yeah. it's not like Barbie, which is an adult doll. That's true. Yeah. Like, but you could imagine Chucky biting Santa's face, right? That's, oh my God, big time. Yeah. Or Banicula. Anyway. Banicula would go for the Benicula the jugular. Would absolutely like Banicula has taken down multiple Santas. Oh, so many Santas. <laughs> like, yeah. is there like a Christmas themed Banicula book? There should be. I think there is. Boy, we sure read all of those books and and like the Howie and Delilah spinoff series a number of times recently. So yesterday. Uh, or like in the past couple of days, there have been a couple of Christmas miracles. Okay. Um, are, wait, are we still talking uh, about, okay, we're, st- yeah, we're yeah. going to be talking about Christmas through this whole episode. Apparently. Right. So this is totally on topic okay. and this, and, and to be clear, like it's January as we're recording this. So, uh, oh God, but, Matthew, I can't believe you, you, you pulled up the veil. I pulled up the veil. Let or me, the like, curtain. Pull up or you pulled aside the curtain. I, yeah, I pulled aside the, the veil curtain. Is I pulled thin. down the veil. There was, it, yes, this, this whole episode is going to be thinly veiled. Okay. <laughs> Christmas miracle number one and uh-huh. I don't know if I'm going to remember both of them once I get started okay. okay Christmas miracle number one we have a running joke around my house like a classic dad joke type of joke that uh, you say any time of year like on Halloween such and such becomes such and such which is almost the same thing but like with a scary word involved so like okay, um, okay. like on Halloween, an advent calendar becomes an advent calendar. So, like, that's, oh. that's about the caliber of joke we're talking about. Okay, great. And I remembered <laughs> how this started. Like, I had not thought about it for well over a decade. And, uh, and I remembered the first version of this joke that we ever told, okay. which was that when December was, like, three years old, we used to walk to preschool every day, which was 10 blocks. So it took like 55 minutes. Um, <laughs> and I would tell made up stories the whole way, which was exhausting. Um, oh my God. Telling made up stories to children is the most the exhausting yeah. thing you can do. Um, and uh, and so a lot of them involved uh, Howie and Delilah, which were dogs from the Bedicula books. At the time, December would often wear these uh, this brand of kids shoes called Suki Hoshi's. Okay. In one of these stories, it was Halloween, and one of these dogs was wearing Suki Hoshis, and they turned into Spooky Hoshis. <laughs> <laughs> that was the original version of that joke. I okay. know you've all been wanting to know. <laughs> wow. Christmas miracle number two. That Are you took ready? A, a lot of setup. Okay. Yeah. Go this ahead. one is this one's going to too, but it's going to have much less payoff. Okay. Okay. Great. Woo. So, but you're you're going to love this. Earlier this year, no, last year now, uh, wife of the show Lori and I took our first trip to Japan uh, since before the pandemic. We were getting ready to pack, and I was like, okay, let, let me get my, uh, my black rolling suitcase out of the storage space, and it was not there. Oh, my God. And we were like, how do you lose a suitcase? Like, we knew we had had two of these and had given away one of them. 
Well, that's how you lost one. That's how we lost one. But now we had none. Oh, okay. So Lori's like, did I did I donate it? I don't remember donating a suitcase. And it just became one of these unsolved family mysteries until this week when we were having Christmas. Wait, how long ago was this? This was like 10 months ago. Okay, okay. And until this week when we were uh, having, having uh, family Christmas belatedly because some people in my family got COVID. And, uh, Wait a minute. I didn't know that. Oh yeah, so my my parents and my brother. Oh okay, okay. Um, so we 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 got together for family Christmas, and as we're leaving, my brother Jake says, "Hey, do you want me to give you back that suitcase you loaned to me a couple years ago?" And we had loaned the suitcase to Jake in 2020 to take to go on a trip that ended up being canceled because of COVID, and it's been sitting in his garage ever since. Oh my God! So Christmas miracles abound. It's really like you know, as they said in Die Hard, uh, you know, it's the season of miracles. Yes. Relax, Theo. Uh, I've never seen Die Hard. Oh my God! This <laughs> wait, have we talked? We talked about this when we when we uh, probably on the on the Fast Ten episode. I think you would genuinely enjoy this movie. It's an extremely good movie. <laughs> uh, no, I've heard. I, I I've been wanting to see it. Sort of. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, all right. So in, in order to talk about Advent calendars, I think you're going to have to like tell me what Advent is. And I used to know. Uh-huh. Yeah, me too. But I, I I don't remember. Okay. So I did some research about what Advent is, including uh, talking to to my uh, wife who, who grew up Catholic. You and I, are as, as two secular Jews, are, are definitely the two people are, most qualified to the, teach you the about right Advent. people to yes. talk about Advent. Okay, so Advent is the, is the religious lead-up to Christmas. And uh, so I'm going to read a little Wikipedia here. Quote, the season of Advent in the Christian calendar anticipates the coming of Christ from three different perspectives. The physical nativity in Bethlehem, the reception of Christ in the heart of the believer, and the eschatological second coming. Are you impressed that I pronounced that word? Eschatological. Yes. Eschatological. Really? And then I looked up what eschatology is and I forgot. Uh oh. (laughs) It's it's like something it's something to do with like religious uh, texts and stuff. Okay, okay. All right, uh, say more. Um, so there are a variety of traditions associated with Advent, uh, including uh, the lighting of an Advent wreath, hmm. which uh, which uh, December used to do with Silots W., uh, sister-in-law of the show Wendy uh, when when they were little okay uh, so so then and I was like an advent wreath it's like it's like a, a wreath that you put candles on and light like you know every every day or night during advent I'm like is this derived from a menorah I did a little research probably yes okay 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 and uh, some other traditions lighting a Christingle. Which is which is a candle stuck into an orange. Uh, this okay. th- I think this is a European thing. Okay. Uh, saying a daily prayer, and in most but far from all Christian denominations, Advent begins on the fourth Sunday before Christmas. But commercial Advent calendars pretty much always begin on December first. Okay. Just so they don't have to like make a whole new design every year. I think. Okay. I, I note here that you say Advent is followed by the twelve days of Christmas. Yeah. Okay. Did you? So why are there twelve days of Christmas? I mean, I think, like, honestly, I think the reason is because, like, in Christianity, the birth of Jesus is a very big deal and gets celebrated over quite a long period of time. Okay. If you had, if, if I'd asked you, or if you had asked me, like, when do, when are the 12 days of Christmas and do they start or end on December 25th, would you have known? I only know this year because Brandon and his partner, Natalie, had a, uh, a 12th night oh, right. party and I attended 
And I thought to myself, this must be a reference to the 12 days of Christmas. But I didn't learn anything else about it. I mean, you're, and, you're correct. And, and the party was at the end of the first week of January. Yeah, I think the 12th night is like when Epiphany begins. I, I know I, so little about I learned, any of this. I remember learning what Epiphany was in high school, uh, in chapel. And I remember, for some reason, it was one of the, like, uh, you know, explanations of these kinds of things that actually stuck with me. Okay. But only for a certain amount of time. <laughs> but not, to, not up to the present. <laughs> no. Okay, great. I mean, I'm 45 <laughs> years old. I think I learned this. Well, I learned this sometime between 15 and 18. Yeah. So I'm, I think it stuck with me for probably 10 years. Yeah, I'm 48 years old. I don't, I, like, as soon as we finish taping this podcast, I'm going to forget everything we talked about. Literally. Yes. <laughs> okay. So let's talk about Advent calendars. All right. So so that's what Advent is. So it's it's the it's the lead up to Christmas that's celebrated in a variety of, of different ways. And one of those ways is with an Advent calendar. That's right. And uh, where did the Advent calendar tradition begin? So anything you think of as like a Christmas tradition probably either came from Washington Irving or from Germany. Wait, what's Was- is Washington Irving a place? Washington Irving is a guy or like American writer. Uh, who who like sort of codified a lot of uh, American Christmas traditions to the mm. extent that like, you know, many things we think of as like, this is what we do in, on Christmas in America are like things from Washington Irving stories. Wait, can you give me an example? Like Christmas trees, <laughs> like like decorating a Christmas what? tree. <laughs> Wait, but but the, the U.S. only dates back to the late 1700s. Right. But I understand. But the idea of like you are going to like buy a tree and put it in your home and that's going to be your Christmas tree. OK. Like and everyone Whereas, and everyone who celebrates Christmas is going to do that. That's that's like a new thing. OK. But so so maybe before there were like other things like where you, maybe there'd be a tree in like a town square yeah. or something. Yeah. But wow. like you getting your own Christmas tree, I think stockings, like all these things have had like, you know, sort this of like. This was the beginning of like the 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 uh, the nuclearization of the American family or the. the yeah, right. I think, I think like, that's what it's let's that's not definitely s- related. OK, interesting. It's when. Yeah, that's when like family started to go nu- nuclear. <laughs> nuclear. <laughs> it's so fun to say nuclear. Oh God! What a it, nice job, nice job, George W. Bush. So yeah, so among so among German Lutherans in the 19th century is when we first started seeing Advent calendars. And is it just that like Germans were like really good at cozy winter traditions? That was going to be my guess too. I don't know the answer. I mean, they didn't do huga. But, they, yeah, but they, uh, but, but they they were close to the land but of Huga. There's probably probably a German word for Huga. Probably. <laughs> Go on. Um, so German Lutherans. Yes, and then uh, we're of course talking about the commercial American versions of Advent calendars, which uh, which usually start on December first. They have like some randomly arranged doors numbered from one to twenty four or twenty five. I never understood why the doors are arranged randomly. I like, think it's like so so you can get your kids out of your hair for like four more seconds a day. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> like, hey kids, find a door. Okay. <laughs> when when uh, when God opens a door, He throws you out a window. <laughs> That's how right? it goes. So, okay, did the Amster family go in for Advent calendars in any sort of notable way? I think we sometimes had the cheap chocolate version. Okay, that's that's all I remember. I don't I, I don't think they ever got like more more involved than that. Did you mm-hmm. did you have the cheap chocolate version? It's in like your house? I knew they existed, but I, they were not something that I really cared about. 
I don't think they were really a part of my childhood Christmases. But now we always have some sort of advent calendar. We've tried many different kinds, and I'm looking forward to talking about these. Okay, so would you like to open an advent calendar door right now? Because here's what happened. Uh, Silots W, okay. who apparently is into all sorts of Advent things, <laughs> okay. gave us as a gift this year, uh, and she also got for herself, the 24 days of uh, of tea, 24 jours de thé à déguster, 24 days of tea to enjoy by Palais de Thé, okay. Paris. Wow. And uh, it, uh, there was some delay with the shipping, and so we got it on like the 7th or something, and so we still haven't opened like 1 through 7. Okay. So, so why don't wow. we each open what, one, what, and if, and if the tea discipline. sounds good, we can brew it. Oh, God, even this one is out of order. Like, why? Behind door number one. Okay. What, uh, what tea do you have? Le thé magnifique. <laughs> uh, is that the name of the tea? Thé vert, poire, vanille, et amande. Green tea with, uh, with pear, uh, vanilla, and, and almond. And vanilla and love. Uh, with pear, <laughs> vanilla, and almond. I don't think I want that. Okay. Yeah. You, a lot, you can many, have many of them were like like fruity flavored teas that yeah, I didn't want. A no, couple of them were that. pretty good. And, oh. What's that one? Grand Yunnan Imperial. Delicious, mellow, and honeyed black tea. I don't know about honeyed, but uh, look how nice these tea bags are. They're like little cloth bags. Oh, that's a really, wow, right. that's a good looking bag. So we um, are plundering this puppy. Okay, I'm, I'm on December 3rd. This is the Jardin à la Française, the French garden. Mm-hmm. It is pear and blackberry leaves. Why do yeah, I keep getting fruity, these like bullshit stuff. fruit teas? Uh, oh, wow, like eight? Eight hasn't even been opened? Maybe we started on like the ninth? Okay, uh, number eight, Grand Jasmine Chun Fang, green tea with jasmine flowers. I would drink that. Okay, let's. Uh, I'm gonna do number five. Okay, I hope the listeners. The listeners really are enjoy- loving this. <laughs> oh, this is perfect for Valentine's Day. This okay. is the Thé des Amants. So that's lovers' tea. It's a black tea with apple and spices. I don't want that either. Mm-hmm. Is it like like guaranteed to like uh, guaranteed? To st- Hold on, it's number four. I'm going with four. It's Gun My Cha. Okay, I like that. Yay! Thé vert et riz grillé. I really don't remember. I'm amazed I remember how to pronounce anything, but oh, not everything. This one's from Sri Lanka. It's the St. James O.P. Uh, strong, full-bodied black tea. Okay. Wow. Okay, well, that was pretty fun. Yeah. Even I mean, though it's I fun was, to open was... little perforated doors. Let's admit it. Oh, and I just noticed that there are uh, T quotations. Oh, hit me. On each door. So this one's from Confucius. The man who moves a mountain begins by carrying away small stones. Okay. Mm. And and probably never never makes much of a dent on the whole mountain. Let's be honest. <laughs> it's, true. it's true. Like a mountain is big. Let's see if I can find another another one. Another another great quote. Yeah, I'm trying to find a really good one. I bet they're all really good. <laughs> Okay, I think this one, this one's really light. This is from the Dalai Lama. Uh, The question is not to know what is the meaning of life, but what meaning I can give to my life. Thank you. Thank you. I'm going to, I'm going to, like, my meaning is going to be like, I'm going to try the mountain moving thing. I'm going to carry some stones. Okay. This episode is brought to you by Town Place Suites by Marriott. Whether you're traveling for work, need a place to stay while your home is being remodeled, or maybe you're just enjoying a relaxing week away, well, Town Place Suites by Marriott has all the comforts of home. Yeah, so they've got a full kitchen. 
Uh, they've got – you can borrow appliances. Like if you want a blender or a slow cooker while you're traveling, you can borrow it. No charge. <laughs> uh-huh. So like you could invite your friends or your coworkers over for like a post-meeting drink. You can bring your pet Totally allowed. Oh, I love this. Oh, I see. They even have special pet items you can use. And they have the built-in Alpha closet system. Nothing makes me happier (laughs) when I am traveling and I have, like, a place to put away my clothes. Mm -hmm. Molly has seen what happens when I don't have a place to put away my clothes. Nobody wants to see that. Nobody. Nobody. Yeah, so, like, a whole closet system where I can really, like, unpack for reals. I am down. Well, this is made for you then, and this is Town Place Suites by Marriott. Town Place Suites by Marriott has all the amenities you need to feel at home during your stay. Find the comforts of home at Town Place Suites. Go there with Marriott Bonvoy. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Well, so this year you had, you received that uh, tea advent calendar, but you also had another one, right? Okay. So we also had this one where you, uh, we punched out little kind of like thick, like uh, paperboard animals and they were little, like they had little slots and so you would slot them into uh, the branches of a paper Christmas tree, a cardboard Mm -hmm. Christmas tree. Mm -hmm. Did not work very well. Like the designs were cute, but the little slots were, did not have much uh, like integrity. Okay. So so animals kept falling off the tree. And, and how did you select this? Usually usually uh Watsel will will choose the advent calendar. Okay. And okay. and she is not big on food advent calendars. So especially not chocolate. Mm-hmm. Uh probably bad memories of the crappy chocolate from, sure. from the from the ones of her youth. So wants it to be something more artistic, uh, you know, fun, playful, like we've had uh we had one one with penguins in the past that was really fun. Oh, that's that was great. related to some penguin picture book. We've had the owl babies. Oh my Advent gosh, like, like, the, like the book. Yeah, but in the book, there's three owl babies, but in, in the calendar, there's like 25 owl babies. <laughs> wow. Um, okay, well, so Ash picked out our Advent calendar this year. They found it online, probably like through some Instagram ad. But of anyway, course. it was a uh, visually, it was not very attractive. That part, I would say, was a bit disappointing. It okay. was basically like these brown paper pouches that were all held together like with like perforations. Okay. So it was like two like long strips of brown paper pouches that we like hung and uh, like taped to a bookshelf in the kitchen. Okay. And were they in order or did you still have to They fu- were in order. Okay. What they contained each day contained, uh, this part was really great, a felted Ornament. Okay, I like that. Oh my God. Some of them were like unbearably cute. There was a little head of broccoli and uh, there was a little rainbow with a cloud at either end. Uh, there was a house with a chimney with like a little puff of smoke coming out of it. I mean, we're going to have these ornaments for a very long time. They're so and then so each cute. day, did you get to go hang it on the actual tree? Yes. Nice. And unfortunately, it came with these like kind of like the, the little loop to hang it was a white elastic. Hmm. And we That's all weird. found that quite ugly. So we just cut it off and just kind of snagged the felted wool with uh, a Christmas tree hook okay. and hung it that way. But anyway, that was pretty awesome. And I think that we will have 
many, if not all of these ornaments for years to come. I love that. So that was pretty sweet. Let's see. Other things we've done. One year we did a, we found a, June was really into fidgets that year. Sure. And we did a fidget advent calendar. Not as cool as it seemed. But like with like a different fidget toy every day. Yeah, there were a couple of repeats, and I got to yeah, tell you, those like, were like either it would have to be bummer. really expensive, or the quality would have to be suspicious. The quality was very suspicious. Yeah. Although I do think that I came upon one of the fidgets the other day, and it was a little finger trap thing. Yeah, um, which I hadn't seen in a long time. Yeah, I uh, you know you know every year uh, my mother puts a water weenie in my stocking. Really? Yes. Oh, what do you do with them? <laughs> oh, uh, today I just I just like uh, accidentally left it at their house. <laughs> oh, today? Oh, I mean, yesterday. Oh, oh, okay. This, this year. Okay, I mean. great. Uh, okay, hold on. Wait, we've also done, have you ever done the Lego advent calendars? I don't think we have. I discovered one when I was when I was uh, researching that I think we're going to get for for this year, which is going to be a National Geographic, like uh, it's polished stones, minerals calendar. Oh my god. Does gosh. that sound awesome? You got to send me a link for that okay. because yeah, yeah. everybody in my family would love that. Okay, yeah. Okay. Okay, so no, um, tell tell me about this one. Okay. Uh so Lego. the Lego one we got, I think they have different themes. Of course, we went with Harry Potter. I yeah. think we did this at least one if not two years. And it was fine. I mean, basically each day when you open the little door, you've got a little like glassine packet that's got one little thing for you to build. So what the hell is glassine? Oh, it's like the like um, you know, crinkly plastic. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And, I didn't know that was called that. You know, it was pretty satisfying, I have to say. Did each one add to yes, like to like, a scene? Okay. Yeah. But and the scene as I this was a few years ago. The scene I think Maybe it was like you converted part of the box into the scene or something. And then like everything that that you made then went like onto the box. (laughs) Okay. I can't remember. I'm messing this up. But we have also done the chocolate ones. And I have to say that none of us... So we always have candy and dessert in the house yeah. anyway, and so it's not a big thrill. It, yeah, it needs to, to be. Get... It needs to be like something else special. Yeah, yeah. I've got. I have so many malt balls in the house right now. Really? Yeah, it's great. You wow, can, you can have some. that's awesome. Yeah. So I, for me, I think that the the lure of the chocolate is just never going to work in my household because we actually have good dessert around. Yeah, like I've gotten like one one year I got like a like a Trader Joe's like like tasting chocolate like can you figure out what the flavor is? Mm. Yeah, I don't think it was actually an advent calendar, but it was kind of, yeah, it was kind of just like we have enough chocolate. Like, what about we the don't little... need to play your games? No. What about the little Bon Maman was... uh, little jam? Oh yes. jam calendars. Yes. So we've had that one twice. Okay. The the thing I like about it is that it's fun to open a little jam and try it every day. It, it's also it's funny that on the on the box it uh, it says very clearly these are spreads and honeys, not jams, because they do not fit like the FDA sure. definition of a jam. But uh, they are tasty. You do end up with a large amount of little tiny jars that you have no no use for. Sure. Yeah, I know. I think you in the past have maybe given me a couple of those jams or something that you were over. And the jars are always fun, but only like one or two at a time. Yeah, so I don't think we're going to do that one again. I, I We did enjoy it in the past. Yeah. I don't know if there's anything that I really want 12 days of 
other than maybe like a craft project? What if, okay, I've got a couple of ideas. I mean, not 12 days, 20, 25 days. Yeah, we're, we're going to talk about some 12 day calendars in a minute, but yeah, it's usually 24 days. So what about like 24 days of different sex positions? Okay. This is like an adult okay. advent calendar, Okay. which which I know we've talked about this before. Like now that I say that is way too many. Um, I, I couldn't keep up with it for sure. Uh, what about 24 days of Kinder Egg toys? And like you don't have to deal with the terrible Kinder Egg chocolate. It's just little toys to assemble every day. You know what I would go for? Okay, here's what I would yeah. like. 25 days of gotcha pawn toys. Yes. That's what I want. Oh, yeah. Because those toys are actually good as opposed to I mean, Kinder Egg toys, which I don't think are so they are, good. They are often good. There's such an incredibly wide range that they really range That's from true. amazing to eh. Well, I guess the nice thing with... Uh, yeah, I guess the reason why I'm thinking Gachapon is so good is that, yeah, when you go to a Gachapon machine, right, you can see what type of toy yeah. is inside it. That w might not be the case for the Advent calendar. No, but it's a really good idea. Thank and you. would it somehow dispense? No. Okay, you just, you just open the I door. I think that what I would like is for the calendar itself to be, you know, like, you know, made out of whatever that cardboard is and to be shaped it to be round, yeah, like a gachapon. Such uh, a good ball. idea. And then you just open doors, and behind it are the little toys you assemble. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Wait a minute. I yes. did. I did think of. Okay, this year I learned about an advent calendar that honestly is the best. I've ever okay. seen. This was a gift uh, to June from Brandon's partner, Natalie. It is, and I, I don't love the idea of an, like an electron or like online oh, advent okay. calendar, but, but this is so beautiful. It, the brand name is Jackie Lawson. J-A-C-Q-U-I-E. Okay. Jackie Lawson. And it is, I don't know if it, I don't know if it's always Edwardian, but this year it was the Edwardian Christmas advent calendar. And is it just like scenes? What What is oh it? Oh my God. It is basically like it, it, you download it onto your tablet or your computer or whatever. Okay. It's best on a tablet if, you know, or a touchscreen device. This reminds me of something. Yeah, it's basically an app and you open it up. It gives you a little tutorial, but basically there is a scene. It's like of some like Edwardian like manor house. And uh, there are all sorts of activities that you can do there. But also there is like a little Christmas bauble in each window and it's got the numbers and you click on it for each day. Wow. And it reveals some sort of activity or, or gift like it might give you a game you can play uh, like there was a version of Tetris, but that <laughs> I but that, love Edwardian Tetris. But was with like a like a wooden box that had little like concave dimples <laughs> and marbles that fit in it. Okay, and so the marbles would like come down, and it was like Tetris, but with a wooden box and marbles. <laughs> It, one day it painted a portrait for me of, of the two dogs who live at the manor house. And then I got to oh, hang it in my Edwardian drawing room. That is delightful. One day it gave me a video of the staff who were comprised of teddy bears <laughs> cleaning the drawing room. And that was thrilling. Yeah. And through the whole thing, it's playing like Edwardian era Christmas And do you music. get to like help them unionize? <laughs> you do. You do. The illustrations are absolutely beautiful. You can change the decor of your drawing room. And there are like puppies and kittens like sleeping <laughs> in the room. And if you touch them, they like wake up and meow or look at you. I didn't know like, I was going to awaken this. Is this is the most, 
like there could be nothing more perfect for my child, frankly. Yeah. Nor for me. I mean, June would just sit and spend hours. Uh, oh, there's also um, you. There are these like binoculars, and you can go outside the manor house and look for different animals. There's a different animal each day, and then you have a journal that you're writing in about the animals. But really, <gasps> all you're doing is like watercoloring the drawing <laughs> that you supposedly have made of them. It is the most beautiful. It's beautiful. I, mean, I can't great. even say enough about it. Since it's we already determined that the whole point of an advent calendar is to is to distract your kids for for a few precious oh minutes, it sounds like the best one. This is the best one. Yeah. Now I'm imagining like uh, a kid designing their own advent calendar, and it's just like a new pet every day. Oh my gosh! And these are like very affordable. Okay. Out. Oh, they have like different different. Uh, versions so there's a new one every year so you can get like the edwardian the victorian well i'm not sure regency here's the here's the jackie lawson 2023 edwardian advent calendar okay i don't know if it's different any other years okay maybe it's always edwardian i bet i bet jackie mixes it up a little bit at least with the contents how much is it so it is, if you buy one, it's $7.99. Good deal. Okay. Right? And you you download Sounds it. Sounds like that you get a lot of teddy bears. Um, oh, last year was the Sussex Advent Calendar. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. So anyway, yeah. So again, it's Jackie Lawson. You can find it out there. Yeah. Uh, Has she done like a Harry and Megan? <laughs> not yet. I cannot even tell you how much I enjoyed this. It truly, hold on, Matthew. I got to make you watch this video. This is, <laughs> Sorry. It's time to settle into your shiny new motor car and admire the view as your chauffeur takes you up the winding driveway to your magnificent stately home. Because this year, for our 14th annual advent calendar, we're taking you back to spend Christmas in the glamorous Edwardian era. From the 1st of December through to the 25th, you'll open up this beautiful country house scene to find a numbered ornament concealing a surprise. I'm getting this for December this year. All seasonal activities such as decorating a Christmas tree or designing your own tapestry. And with more games than ever before, as well as creative activities. Oh, yeah. Surprises. Yeah, they, they used to love playing Candy Crush in uh, in Edwardian times. Uh, anyway, it's going to change your life, Matthew. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm sold. Okay. I'm just remembering, as you mentioned this, uh, an online the first online advent calendar that I ever encountered, which was, I'm going to say, early 2000s. I believe it was a uh, Perl programming language advent calendar that I enjoyed very much that like had a little like programming tip every day. Oh, that- And it that, was free. That had to be pretty satisfying. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, wow. This episode is really long already. Let's just hit some high points and get out of here. Okay. So uh, <laughs> I found some other food-related advent calendars online, uh, many of which are 12-day calendars because 24 days would get excessive, I'm assuming is the reason. Sure. Uh, so I found uh, Asha, uh, it was a Chinese instant noodle company, 12 Days of Noodles. That's a, That sounded really good. Yeah. Walker's Shortbread. Okay. Classic. Who doesn't like that? Uh, Vine Box, 12 Nights of Wine with like little like, you know, quarter bottles of wine. Okay. Uh, Harry and David did a 24-day advent calendar for $200. What? <laughs> okay. Um, and uh, Eater, Eater did a roundup that we'll link to that mentioned a calendar from Blackberry Farm featuring, Ooh. quote, goodies like pickled ramps, sorghum shortbread, and hand-poured candles for $400. <laughs> no comment. Yeah. No comment. Okay. 
One more thing about advent calendars, and this is going to be a thing I'm going to tell you about that I don't understand, and hopefully someone will write in with more information because there's a big question hanging over this, more than one probably. So I learned on Wikipedia about something called the Nordic Christmas calendar tradition, uh, which was something that started in the 1950s. Apparently in Nordic countries, uh, TV stations and in the past radio stations have advent calendar programs. So it's okay. like a, a serial that, uh, that that airs like on the 24 days leading up to Christmas with like a little installment of the story each day. Uh, so according to Wikipedia, quote, each series consists of 24 episodes which air daily beginning on the 1st of December and ending on Christmas Eve. The first Christmas calendar was the swe- Swedish titulature. <laughs> <laughs> the first, not a funny word. Nothing funny about titulature. The first such series aired in aired in Denmark was Historie fra Helleverden in 1962. And then this is still quoting from Wikipedia. Quote: Most Christmas calendars are produced for children, while some cater to both children and adults, and even some are directed at adults alone. Do you think that would be the 25 days of sexual <laughs> sex guess. positions thing? Like, what are they going to do next? Yeah. Okay. Um, and uh, Christmas cal- calendars often feature Tomter or Nisser, and occasionally a Santa Claus figure. And I looked at uh, Tomter and Nisser are different names for like little little kind of fairy garden gnome type. Type guys with with, oh. uh, with like pointy hats. Uh, I noticed on some win. I've I've seen periodically on windows in Ballard like something like find Tomtit or whatever. Yeah. Uh, like a little like Nordic gnome dude. Yep. There you go. So if any, if anyone, if we have, I know we have listeners in Nordic countries. I'd love to learn more about this because everything that I found in English was pretty vague. And I would especially like to know if an adults only Christmas calendar program is a real thing. Uh, do you think that it would be, I mean, either it could be sort of like porny. I don't think it is. Or it could be like very uh, Law and Order SVU. <laughs> <laughs> Who, <laughs> who's going to get killed? Or... Right. Who killed Santa in, yeah. a, in a horrific way? Yeah. I mean, obviously, it was the kid who ate Santa's face. Was obviously, that it? Right. Obviously. Dun, but dun. It's a spoiler do, alert. Do, do, yep. do. Wow, close that case quickly. <laughs> okay. Okay. What Matthew. are we going to do for the for the remaining 23 days? Um, well, luckily, we have some spilled mail. Okay. As you might have expected, we have some horseshoe reports from Springfield. Illinois. Illinois. Um, yeah, we should we should have a, a like a recurring segment now called Horseshoe Reports, and we'll get some like clopping hooves. <laughs> Abby, can you find those? Yeah, can you clop? This is from listener Libby. Hello, both. I wanted to clarify horseshoes for you. The layers go from bottom to top. Wait, what episode was this in? This was to? loaded fries. Okay. All right, the layers go from bottom to top. Toast. Full burger or fried chicken patty, fries, cheese gravy. Some people put additional things on top, but those are the essentials for the horseshoe. Some places have a secret cheese sauce. Darcy's is one of the go-to places, but even a fast casual chain like Steak and Shake serves them. I assume Darcy's is a restaurant chain run by Darcy from the Smashing Pumpkins. Probably. Uh, I am born and raised in Springfield, and they're very popular here for sure. You will be hard-pressed to find a local generic restaurant without one on the menu. Love you both, and best wishes, Libby. And we also heard a horseshoe report, clop, 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 from listener Jeff. (laughs) Okay, I'll read this one too. 
I think I'm qualified to answer the horseshoe question because I grew up in West Central Illinois and horseshoes are ubiquitous. I've never seen anyone try to turn it into a sandwich. That would be rather difficult, particularly with the places that use cheese sauce. It would be very messy. There are a lot of variants, including a place near where I live that serves an Italian horseshoe with either hamburger or chicken strips topped with meat sauce and mozzarella. (laughs) Sounds pretty good. Yeah, I would eat that. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Thanks, listeners. Yeah. Wow. I'm, uh, like, I was pleased that, like, people, we, we definitely got some some horseshoe details wrong and people corrected us in, in such a supportive way. I know. They even said they love us. Yeah. And they sent good wishes. Let's make more mistakes. Okay. Uh, Matthew, are you snacking on anything? I am snacking. Hey, what you snacking? You gotta tell me what you're snacking. Or I'll release the kraken. So, what you snacking? What you snacking? I'm snacking uh, a new Trader Joe's product that I feel like is going to turn out to be a seasonal product that's going to disappear very soon. But it's the Trader Joe's Stepping It Up Spicy Snack Bar Mix. Okay. Uh, it comes in a red can, and it's like a Gardetto's or like Chex Mix oh, type I of snack Gardettos. mix. But it is the best one I've ever had. It's got jalapeno pretzel pieces, spicy cheese corn sticks, spiced chili almonds, and crispy chili chili lemon corn nuts. They all work so well together. All the individual pieces are good. It's a great level of spicy. We have been snarfing the hell out of this stuff. Wow. Okay. I'm very curious to try it because it sounds like it has too many different flavors going on for me personally. Oh, you're going to bring, oh, you're going to bring out the mix. Step it up. I'm going to step it up. Let me make sure I get a little bit of everything mm-hmm. here. Yeah, we'll mute Molly's mic while I while I read the outro. Uh, our producer is Abby Circatella. Uh, Molly has a newsletter called I've Got a Feeling that you can find at mollyweisenberg.substack.com. Mm. Uh, I'm a singing guy, uh, and and I have songs available uh, early to the airport on Spotify or mm. any other service. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can rate and review us wherever you get your podcasts. Mm. Uh, you can uh, hang out with other people who listen to the show at everythingspilledmilk.reddit.com, a very supportive community. Uh, what do you think? What do you think of that crispy? Those crispy boys. It's really good. Yeah, isn't that great? Yeah. I think my favorite piece is the little uh, like this guy, which I guess is the. Uh, mm. I don't even know what this is. What it is doesn't that? seem to be any of the things I said. Is it a jalapeno pretzel piece? No. I think. Well, so this... no. Oh, it's the the spiced cheese corn stick. Oh, that's a cheese no. corn stick. No, that's this. Okay, so there's like a mystery piece that's the equivalent oh, of the rye. Hold toast. on, pasilla chili and sesame chips. Mm-hmm. I left one out. Okay. Okay. Wow. That's good stuff. All right. So uh, until next time, thank you for listening to Spilled Milk. I'm a crispy chili lemon corn nugget. I'm just a a regular old pretzel piece. Bye. Bye. (laughs) So, stores are a little little difficult. Yeah, you got it. Oh, there we go. There's a little corner. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 